Welcome to Let's Talk Ed and Zahi. Right now, uh, students are not too far from starting the fall semester. And uh, as, as they are getting ready to start, many of them are, are looking for that complete college experience. And when they're thinking about that, yes, class is part of the college experience, but that college experience goes so far beyond just taking a handful of classes each semester. Absolutely. And, and uh, so, so when, we, when we say to uh, especially youth that we want them to grow at college, growth isn't just happening in our classroom shops and labs. It happens during interactions they have with other peers. And very uh, often, colleges forget that we have an absolute duty of creating a safe and healthy and educational set of opportunities to surround those individuals in their growth. At the same time, for the non-traditional, the growing non-traditional population that we need to serve across this nation, they may not have the same needs but they also need activities. So we need to perhaps pause and start thinking or rethinking uh, the what we're doing and the why we're doing and the how we're doing it. Is that what you're right. thinking about? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so I, I think that there are some some people that when they hear, uh, you know, the, the college experience, uh, you know, this complete college experience and, and student life, um, Animal House is the first thing that comes to mind. And, and that's, that is part of the college experience for some, uh, but that's, that's not what we're talking about here. And, you know, one of the things I think about as, you know, I've been helping get ready for orientation and, and think about the things that I always talk to new students about. And, and that is getting involved. And I think back to my own college experience and, and getting involved. And I was one of those strange people that kind of knew uh, from early on in high school what I wanted to do in life. And uh, the irony of it is I'm not doing that now. Uh, but one of the things that, that I started doing right away in college is I got involved and worked at our college radio station, and I did that all four years of my college experience. And that actually became very life-changing for me because that helped me really set exactly what path I wanted to go down in broadcasting. I, I knew that broadcasting is what I wanted to do. Uh, but I was thinking very heavily that that was going to be TV. And I had the opportunity to work at that campus radio station and I fell in love with radio. It's still something that I have a passion for uh, the radio industry, even though I haven't worked in it now for almost a decade. But it's still something that I have a passion for. And that started because I got involved in um the the radio station at campus, which was uh, when I was there, the largest extracurricular activity that existed uh, at my alma mater. 
You know, the, what you're talking about is a wonderful learning opportunity and experiential learning opportunity that has helped you define your trajectory, as you said. My thought is for the individuals who, who are part-time, they don't have that option. You know, their options are much more restricted than you or I when we were uh, students ourselves. They have to work, they might have families, and they have college. So it, they may have a little bit of time for that experiential type of uh, opportunity, because I don't think you just went there for 10 minutes and called it a day, right? There was preparation. You'd sometimes, if I'm remembering right, you had to travel following the football team. Uh, so that takes time. That takes days sometimes. So... How can we create a little bit of everything for for most individuals? That's that's going to be, I think, um, the paradoxical change, the shift in our paradigm that we that we need to think about moving forward. Because one thing that you and I talked about right before going on air is how do you give the students a complete college experience? And complete is the word that we're stressing here, as opposed to the just the education. How can you create the fun that includes the learning, the fun that includes the relaxation, the fun that includes the the uh, creation of a siblinghood among, among the students? Because we need those things for an improved success, for an improved retention, for an improved completion. And you see four-year schools are, are generally pretty good at these sorts of things because, you know, one, they they generally have the traditional age college student. Uh, so you have a, a very homogenous population age-wise. Yeah. Uh, but then the other thing, too, that you have is, you know, you will have people that their job, their sole job is student life. Their sole job is yeah. residential life. And, you know, that's an area that has been hit and miss for uh, two-year colleges, especially because um, oftentimes that has been a position that, that has either never existed, existed for a short time and got cut for budgetary reasons, or is, is something that is fractured amongst many people. So then there is nobody that truly owns that. And it suffers a little bit when that's the case. Yes. As I'm listening to you, you conjured up a couple of things in my mind. One of them is how did the one, the, 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 the folks who are working in, in um, student life deal with the shift during the pandemic, because it's a sudden shift. They didn't have a whole lot of time. We talk about instruction, sorry to say it like that, but we've had systems for, for decades, right? So if we shifted uh, suddenly, a lot of it is on us. But those people had, you know, they had to be creative. So, so that, that's yet another layer of complexity on top of what you said. Moreover, how do you... When you have a diverse, non-traditional students, you talked about homogeneity in age. 
But the more diverse, I mean, you're going to have the people who are working blue collar jobs. You're going to have the people who are, who are uh, white collar jobs. You're going to have the people coming in with their uh, ideological and, and, and uh, political perspectives. How do you create opportunities to bring them together? I think those people in charge of student life are going to be are saints in many ways, and they're they're your MacGyvers because you need to take a variety of opportunities and create a commonality. Yeah, and you know, part of it too is you you have to be able to to pivot a little bit and realize that. Not every single event that the college plans is going to attract every single one of your students. Uh, so you may need to think about, all right, we're going to plan this particular event that really is going to be more geared toward our traditional student population. So, you know, maybe that's a dance or something like that. But maybe then you turn around and you, you find a way to do something that brings together more of that non-traditional population and, and gives them an outlet for something to do. I mean, there, there is a lot that goes into the planning of all of this. And over our next couple of uh, episodes, we're going to talk more about some examples that you and I have seen. And, and we're going to talk about just in general, what are things that, that colleges can do to think about how do we work to plan for all of these things? So if you enjoy programs like this, be sure and subscribe to us here on YouTube. Ring that bell down below. You'll get notified when we post new content. And of course, you can find Let's Talk Ed on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well. So for Dr. Zahi Atala, I'm Chris Ford. We'll see you next time right here on Let's Talk Ed.